And we are live with our 57th episode of Absolute Absec. I'm Ken Johnson at CK Tricky on Twitter. Join with my co-host, Seth Law at Seth Law on Twitter. Seth, say hi. Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome once again. This is episode 57, and we're joined by a huge conglomerate uh, this week. Uh, it's going to be fun. Um, but before we want, we jumped into the OWASP Women in AppSec uh, program and everything that's going on there. We did want to mention OWASP Global uh, in Tel Aviv. Ken and I will be there. Uh, we're teaching our code review course, so if anyone is interested in that, feel you know, please, please, please sign up. The the signups are you know the class is filling up, so we'd love to have you. Um, outside of that, I think you know, it's just we're getting into the summer. There's other stuff that we're applying for. But I don't think there's anything else kind of on our radar as far as conferences go right now, even though there is a lot that is going on. Um, I will be at DEF CON. Uh, obviously, I'll be doing the Hacker Tracker stuff again this year. Uh, Ken, what else is on your plate? Well, not necessarily on my plate, but just some OWASP conferences that are upcoming. Um, I know that if you're interested in, so I think that we've got, um, I think OWASP has LastCon coming up, AppSec USA, AppSec Day in Melbourne, and um, I'm probably missing another one, but uh, yeah, and as you said, the global uh, AppSec conference in Tel Aviv. So, um, and then this year is the last year for DerbyCon. So um, if you can get tickets to that and you want to go, uh, last year for, for DerbyCon. So, yep, I think that's about it uh, for things that are going on, Seth. Um, and I know we're going to skip the AppSec minute today because we have, we have, uh, a lot of guests. This is going to be a fun one, and we just don't have time for it in the uh, the hour that's allotted. So, do you want to kick off no. introductions, Seth, or should I? Yeah, you can go ahead. I I was just going to say it's probably the AppSec minute. You just don't like to talk about XSS because that's the next one that's up. So, I don't um, like to talk about XSS. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, then, yeah. Why don't Why don't you go ahead and jump into introductions, and we'll just kind of do a roundtable and see where things go. Awesome. Yeah. And for the record, I mean, I like talking about uh, CSP. <laughs> that's, that's become more fun <laughs> to talk about than uh, XSS. Um, <clears throat> okay. So I am going to try my best to get uh, introductions right. Um, obviously, just as a, as a whole, we've got the OWASP uh, Women in AppSec Committee. We're going to talk about the background on how um, the committee was formed, uh, upcoming activities, um, general things to know, uh, how to get involved, all of that. But before we uh, do that, we're going to, uh, I'm probably going to uh, just roll off each of your names. And if you could just say hi, when I say your name, then it'll be easy for people to match up. So uh, I'll start with on this guest list, Zoe Braderman. Hi. And Laura Donna Mancini. Hi, this is me. And she said the best way to say it is Vandy. Did you call her Vandy Verma? Yeah, hello. And Gita, and I hope I don't get this wrong because uh, I didn't hear. It's I, Gita Honda Handa? Yes, Gita yeah. Honda. Hi, everyone. Okay. Hi, Gita. And Jessica Robinson. Hello. Awesome. Uh, did I leave anybody out? Did I cover everyone? Catherine. <laughs> Catherine. <laughs> Catherine. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Hi, everyone. <laughs> So sorry about that. Catherine, yeah, no, is was... it Ken, Ken Salato? Yes, yes, that's correct. Right, perfect. perfect. Sorry, I'm going through a list, and for whatever reason, I didn't see the name. I didn't see your name on there. My apologies. Um, cool. So that's everyone. And um, Seth, I mean, I think the best thing to, to do is, like, I'm curious about sort of the history of how I got started. I was trying to look back through the archives to figure out the date or, you know, the, around the time frame that the, the committee was formed. I wasn't sure if it was 2011 or 2013. Um, but yeah, if, if someone could, uh, you know, briefly cover the, um, you know, how the committee was formed, uh, when, you know, kind of the history behind that, uh, the timeline, et cetera. Um, so, I think in, in 2011 at AppSec USA, there was the first Women in AppSec Award, um, you know, which was a woman's experience, their first time 
going to a global AppSec conference and just, you know, sharing their experience and how, what it was like to, you know, be introduced such a one, just such a wonderful global community of, um, you know, like-minded individuals committed to security, um, very smart and very technical. And so that's something that we really wanted to, you know, continue and to make a little bit more structured in addition to ongoing mentorship and just trying to get more women and more diverse contribution to the AppSec community. Yeah, and uh, to continuation to what Zoe said, uh, we actually were uh, to, to make a formal committee so that we have a proper structure to it and we have uh, uh, area-wise uh, or regional, I would say, leads for it. The committee was created along with the board uh, so this was uh, the election was held in 2016, and uh, so there was a huge poll which was sent out to the whole OWASP uh, leadership, or the people who are part of OWASP as members. And on on the uh, basis of voting, we were elected. And so it's been quite some time now that we are part of the committee. And the next elections are due in 2020. Right. Yep. Uh, so another all thing are in inception since 2016, we can say. Uh, yes. Uh, another thing to note is, uh, you know, the variety of uh, of we as as we officers. We have uh, Jessica uh, and Soy in the states. We have Dita and Bandi in India. We have Loredana in Italy, and myself here in in Ireland. Even though I am from Latin America, so. Uh, we we kind of like are spread around the world, and it's really important for us to to get to cover the different locations. Uh, maybe try to get to to maybe the areas that we will normally not have access to, uh, maybe because of a clear language or or something similar. So uh, yeah, that was kind of like another important part, and we creating and they kind of like organized the different main communities and and you know maybe supporting communities as well it also seems nice because in in that way you know if like um basically like appsec eu has been in in uh ireland and uh the uk and um you know we obviously have OWASP all around the world so it's nice so i'd assume that your group probably gets involved with um and I guess we'll get into the uh, the various initiatives, but I'd, I'd imagine it's being being that you have representatives everywhere. It's easier to get involved in the like the the conferences and um, general activities that are that are going on uh, in that OWASP community, and um, sort of be you know guiding s some of that. Um, I I'd imagine it's it's diversity and inclusion uh, just in general. Uh, is probably one of the things you you all are tackling. Is that a fair? Yeah, kind of yeah. A fair statement? yeah. and also Seth, glad to hear you're you're going to DefCon because we'll be you know representing there along with just in general hacker diversity. So trying to get you know other other um, areas of diversity um, from the hackers' pers perspective as well. So I look forward to seeing you there. Yeah. 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 Yep. I, uh, Sorry, uh, another, thing is, you know, uh, uh, another thing is that, you know, in some some cases we get. Oops. Did Catherine uh, get uh, muted? Uh, <laughs> I, I, Vandy did it. Jeez, that was, that was mean. I was clicking on her so that we can concentrate on her. Yes, that's better. <laughs> I have a habit of highlighting people. So the moment I was, yeah, please go ahead. Yeah, now, uh, like all I wanted to say was that uh, it's important what you were saying because uh, the, the fact that we are kind of like a spread around the world is, is it basically comes in really handy when we get invitations or maybe in some cases, uh, people that are organizing events notice that okay, we don't have not even one woman speaking at the event. Uh, so in some cases, they, they reach 
to us and maybe ask for our support to maybe help them finding a woman that could maybe speak at the event or maybe if, if we cannot find someone that is nearby, we, we will do it ourselves. So uh, it's, it's really, really, really nice to see that, you know, geolocations come in quite handy every now and then, even though, for instance, meetings in some cases are kind of like complicated because they're people are very late for somewhere so uh it's, it's really nice for instance um van um sorry soy and, and loredana had a couple of events a couple of weeks ago in, in italy so yeah like geolocation is actually playing a really good kind yes. of like in our game right now yeah. yes i think this is important what you just said because we uh, really uh, started this effort thinking really of diversity, you know, and diversity is also in culture, in location, in different uh, way, you know, different country uh, address uh, security and women, you know, so to, to be able to understand uh, the different way of doing this and to support locally it's really you know a way you can really do something more just not uh, uh, thinking from abroad how a country works you know so what uh, was just said is that uh, you know being global but with the local perception it's uh, it's something that we think it's a value also among the discussion that we have uh, in the in the committee you know with different uh, input coming from uh, the different areas it's interesting to hear that some some conferences may not even have one uh one woman speaker that seems um it seems weird. That seems unfortunate, and uh, I'm glad that you that you all are obviously tackling that. And, and on that note, um, you know, what's kind of the what are some of the key initiatives? Uh, you know, what what's let's talk about the key initiatives, upcoming um, events that sort of tie into those key initiatives, and just the general roadmap. If someone could uh, help kick that off. So we're looking to kind of, you know, systematically build, um, you know, getting more women into their first AppSec conference to really fully, you know, do the lobby con, et cetera, and, you know, connect with the awesome community, get to go to trainings like Seth and Ken's and Wonderful Adventures um, and others. And, you know, Vandy is giving a training again, um, you know, AppSec IL, which is awesome. And we're going to, you know, hope to continue them at each AppSec conference in addition to others and really just, you know, try to engage diversity from the start. And yeah, at AppSec USA 18, that was a wonderful kickoff, Vandy. And also, you know, global knowledge exchange webinars that we do. And, you know, we, we constantly, I don't even think we've had one repeated speaker. We always, no. you know, seem to find... <laughs> Vandy is amazing at finding, and we all, you know, seem to kind of um, find other colleagues to, and people in our community to be able to present, which is wonderful. And we actually had um, the car hacker, the famous car hacker last time, Vandy was able to connect. And yeah, from various perspectives. And yeah, and then... So Zoe, when you talk about those speakers, is that just the online stuff that you're doing or is that in person? Where, where is it that that's happening? It's actually both of that. So when we say trainings, trainings we okay. have given at uh, AppSec USA, we started off. We had yeah. first connect at AppSec uh, Europe last year at London. Then we did a connect at AppSec USA. At AppSec USA, we thought we would do something for that, for, for the diversity and inclusion. So we had a free training for, uh, for women so it was more of an inclusion, not just women, but there were a lot of people from everywhere. And uh, we had a web app pen testing training there. Then we had at multiple other conferences, which is regional conferences. And then we had at AppSec California. Now we have one coming up at AppSec Israel as well. So that's the training uh, for women. And apart from that, the the tech talks that we do on a monthly basis. Sometimes uh, if we have more speakers, we do it uh, bi-monthly, like every 15 days we do it. Uh, and those are all online webinars. Okay. Wherein uh, the speakers, uh, this, this is the same format wherein it's a YouTube live. 
and uh, speakers are across the globe and uh, we try to get the varied experiences web, uh, speakers uh, it can be on the code review the way you're going to give it the training so this month uh, we have uh, sessions on how to write a cfp there are a lot of people who don't know how to write a cfp so there's a there's a lady who's heading a company she wants to speak up about how to write a cfp because she runs multiple conferences across india so we thought she'll be the best suited for it so she said i really be interested in giving then there is one person who wants to talk about jwt token attacks so there is someone who's involved in ics a lot industry control standards so it's about varied experiences on the webinar okay so no that's great talk to people like we are talking to you and you have good experiences on good experience on code review we would love to have you on the show and <laughs> let the people know about the code review <laughs> And that can probably be arranged. I'm pretty sure For Ken sure. and I are used to the format. So For sure. Yeah, we're, we're used to it now. Yeah, no. I mean, um, and on the note of training, I did post the link to the, the training you're giving at Global uh, at the uh, Global AppSec conference. But um, mm -hmm. for those that might not be familiar, um, can you just give a, a kind of a brief summary of the, of the training? Sure. So uh, this training is more on the web app pen testing. We would be starting off with the what web app pen testing all, is all about, giving the basics of it, and then uh, how do you actually pen test an application using uh, uh, OWASP Zap and Burp Suite, including the OWASP top ten vulnerabilities and certain vulnerabilities which were there in the past, like insecure direct object reference and uh, crypto uh, crypto jacking, all of that including the top 10 vulnerabilities and that's absolutely free for uh, for any for inclusion whosoever wants to attend the training and the training and it's up live on the OWASP Israel site of uh, global appsec tel aviv site fantastic and we did post the link so that it's totally out there you, uh, that can mm -hmm. be that, that's available to everyone watching the podcast. I, I would like to add uh, also another comment to the great effort that uh, Vanding is doing, but you know, all the, the community is that we, on, as a first outcome, of course, we have the training for the people participating, you know, on different topics, very technical one, innovative one, or, you know, process, uh, procedures, and so on. But I do think, considering what you were saying about uh, women presence in conference, that it, it is also uh, sometimes a very good opportunity for women to present, you know, to start presenting their knowledge, experience, uh, in an environment that is, uh, you know, not yet a very wide one, but anyway, of expert people. So, you know, with people really understanding what you're saying and can comment on this. And this, I think it's also a very good exercise for newcomers, you know, women that want to start uh, this uh, work or are starting to open their presence in, in conferences, in workshops, in training, and so on. So this is also a byproduct that I think it's a great value, really. Um, is, um, for instance, last year we were, well, basically we attended uh, a conference in Spain, and we had a, a forum with the oh. different, basically, kind of like all was we um, software developer communities, especially with all the women from there. And we were discussing the different topics and how to, for instance, uh, apply for the for the call for paper, maybe how to prepare to not to actually do the, the talk. Uh, and they were exchanging information actually regarding some of the hacker spaces that they, they had locally and, and like Spain wide uh, in order to encourage more people to actually get, get involved and and basically know what's happening within the local community because in some cases we we say okay i'm not going to go to the capital to talk in front of 300 people i might feel more comfortable maybe just doing uh, a small talk to i don't know 10 to 15 people and there are certain hacker spaces around spain that actually help identify uh, how many times you say uh, mm, uh or how many times, you know, you maybe kind of like dop a little bit or are you uh, engaging with the public? Uh, how to maybe 
engage a little bit more, how to get to the point in which you can actually ask questions, yeah. ask questions as well. So uh, it's important to, to kind of like have that kind of forums in which, you know, you actually listen to the community and you listen to everyone's opinions regarding topics that are actually important for them, uh, maybe the lack of knowledge that they have within the local community by itself, as the strongest points uh, of each one of them. I like the point you bring up about, well, there's two, so there's two things. One, see how to write a CFP is useful for pretty much everyone across the board. Cause I think during a few of our early episodes, Seth, we were talking about like um, stuff around mentorship. We were talking mm -hmm. about that's one of the, the, the difficulties for everyone is writing it, writing a decent CFP. Um, but I think another thing that you bring up that's interesting is it is very, it's, it's very nerve wracking for anybody to go speak in front of a, a lot of people, but even more so um, when, you know, let's say it's 295 men and five <laughs> women in the audience. And that's super uncomfortable. That would be reversing that. That would be super uncomfortable, um, I think, for anyone. And, and so to give someone a platform that is like maybe more friendly to, you know, their their comfortability with public speaking, um, I think that's that's really amazing. And one of the questions, you know, around obviously we can link all day long to you know your the the scope of uh, women in AppSec and what you're you're trying to uh, accomplish. But I think you know you've touched upon here's a challenge, and that's sort of what, what I think it, we definitely are interested in is like what what challenges, whether they be resources, whether they be um, you know, the conference organizers, whatever it may be that you're trying to sort of use these initiatives to, uh, to sort of um, address. Mm -hmm. So uh, one which is, uh, which actually Loredana mentioned or highlighted that we want to have more women at the conference and uh, be part of the bigger audience. So getting the passes for the conference alongside training because the training is free for them. And we try and get the, even Zoe highlighted that we are trying to have uh, a platform and we are still working out on the uh, scholarships wherein we can have more and more women going to the APSA conferences. And we will be at DEF CON and Black Hat so that we can have the scholarships for women there itself. And we can tell them that you have a ticket to come to the conference and join it. And even uh, once we have, let's say 20, 30 women which is the minimum number that we are targeting, then we'll see if we can get them the travel as well. Because once you add uh, the conference ticket plus travel, that gives them the additional benefit that yes, now I have everything, now I can go and attend the conference, meet new people, connect with new people, and see uh, where is what is the gate for new opportunities. Because at conferences, you tend to meet up new people, make new connections, and end up with great opportunities. I have done it in the past. I've made good connections. So the first time I met Zoe at a conference at APSIC USA. And we, yeah. we actually made really amazing connection. Yes. Oh my gosh. Almost immediately. It was awesome. <laughs> and then with, you know, with a lot of others too. And one thing that I found, you know, getting to my first glo global APSIC conference is that, you know, really, really big names just remain awesome people. And I feel like you don't really get that in other industries or their communities, but mostly people, you know, in the community are just really awesome and genuine and there for each other. And they don't let, you know, th their successes, um, I guess, get to their heads and their egos and w which is just really awesome. And I haven't experienced that anywhere else um uh, among other things so just really the value of you know community and just being able to full-on experience that for the first time and actually that's why so i i wanted to you know make it a point to like crowdsource stories of everyone's first apps at conferences and so far i got um you know perspectives from some and i, I hope to get from you seth and ken that'd be really awesome uh, yeah. as well as a few others that I'm, you know, collecting as examples and then making it to the public because there's really no, no substitute for that full on experience and, um, you know, combination no, the community and the projects. Yeah. I, I mean, you're definitely right. You know, I, I think about, I mean, Ken and I were met actually, you know, through a job, but there's been a lot of 
I don't know. I, I mean, my, my first like global conference was probably a DEF CON conference, right? Uh, yeah. And that would have been, and, and if that was pre-AppSec days, this was pre, I mean, I think it was DEF CON 7, 6 or 7, right? It was the first one that I went to and it was a very small community and it was very, I, I, like what, what you're talking about with actually meeting other people in the industry that are like big names, right? And you realize that they're just people and everybody's usually pretty chill and they're willing to talk about what they're interested in and it doesn't matter who it is, right? Yeah. Um, that's, no. that's always been the case. I, uh, you know, even though back then, you know, DEF CON itself got pretty wild, in, you know, in comparison with what it is today and especially what like the AppSec conferences are, I feel there, you know, it, it's, that's a lot more focused on, hey, we're getting together to talk about security stuff. Back then it was a lot of, hey, we're going to Vegas for a week, right? And <laughs> you know, everything that goes into that. Um, I, I do feel a lot more comfortable, even me, like I feel a lot more comfortable at the AppSec conferences and at like the inclusive conferences nowadays, as opposed to what it was back then, that kind of party culture. So, um, right. but it's changed. Yeah, and, that has and changed that, quite at a bit. this point, we're lucky that, you know, at DEF CON, what happens in Vegas does not stay in Vegas <laughs> because the community expands from there rather than not. But that might have been, yeah, that's just my sense of humor there. <laughs> but um, no, it, de it definitely was. It definitely it definitely was like, I mean, it, 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 was, it was negative. I mean, in the sense that there, there were venues that wouldn't have DEF CON back. I mean, that's why, yeah. you know, the venues changed is that they were just like, okay, you've destroyed, you know, uh, the casino and, or the, the hotel casino and, um, all kinds of crazy things happening. And yeah, it's, it's, I would like to think that it's getting, it's getting better, but definitely AppSec conferences seem a bit more professional, um, than somewhere like obviously DEF CON. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. you definitely see the, you know, the O for open when you meet everyone. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, I I remember the the, the first uh, conference I was, you know, that I read uh, uh, on mails so, or on papers, so the big names of experts in security. So I was a little bit, you know, afraid to go to go and speak with them because I said they will think I do not understand anything. I'm not, uh, you know, I do not have the enough knowledge to co to communicate, you know. But after that, you start. And you uh, really learn, you know, that you can speak and you can learn from people and uh, also, you know, from experts or non-experts, everybody can give you uh, inputs and knowledge and so on. And I also, uh, you were speaking about uh, mentorship, that is something that we, you know, uh, try to do with, uh, with our efforts. And, uh, you know, it, it, it really works because, for example, I met a young uh, girl, you know, in one of these conferences. She wanted to, to relocate in Italy and uh, she didn't know how. So, you know, I supported her and now she is uh, an expert in security working here and uh, she's happy. So sometimes it's uh, very useful, you know, to, to have this opportunity to really meet networking and share ideas. That's amazing. We we definitely have had a lot of guests on the show who um, that was, I mean, Seth, we've had a ton of guests that have said like they, their first job was like Jason White's a good example was going to security conferences. Um, and interestingly, this is the, this is the thing is like, they have also said the same thing. You know, there's that, there's that imposter syndrome uh, feeling of just being nervous for like, being, I don't know, technically inadequate or whatever, um, all the same stuff. But then I think where, where what you're doing is amazing because I think there's anytime it's, it could be gender, it could be, um, sexual orientation. It could be, you know, uh, uh, anything really that, that makes you different from other people. Then you have everything that we all experience plus that, which makes it, um, sometimes a, a really hard barrier to, to, to get through, to, to actually break through and make those connections, which then, you know, speaking personally have helped me have a career, uh, travel the world. Those, those benefits you get from it, meeting all these great people, um, breaking down those barriers makes it, um, there's twofold. One, it makes it easier for people to get, uh, into this community, but the other part is the community, um, from my perspective, the more the more uh, voices um, contributing from different points of view, uh, the better. I think that's really what your committee is. Is one thing that I personally 
I uh, love that your community is doing. <clears throat> Seth, anything to add there? Yeah, I, I mean, I was I was going to harken back to that, right? Like in some of our early episodes, we, we we've talked about this, right? That the you know the security experts or the security experience that people has that or that people have and can and are able to contribute is very often tied to who they are as a person, right? Like what experiences they've had in their life, and like you know, you know, you and I coming up through different avenues definitely like pushes us in different directions when we're looking at an application. And that's why it's it, it's interesting to see what's coming out of different groups, right? Like uh, your sponsorship of women, this, this other diversity angle. I know that there's going to be stuff and vulnerabilities and opinions that come out of there that, you know, I, as a, you know, I, given my background would never think of. Right. Um, and that's where, like I definitely see it as as super valuable, you know, not only to the person that's that's contributing, but also to the community at large. You know, if we don't have all the voices, it's just it's not a true global community, right? Very true. Very true. And yeah. also, you know, with with other, you know, kind of um up and coming areas of AppSec research and AppSec, you know, industry practice. Um whether it be industrial IoT and operations technology, which was, you know, among the themes in Italy when I went and got to speak alongside Loredana. And um, so there are people from train company, um, the, the train sector in Italy, and, um, you know, a bunch of other uh, sectors and, and just um, trying to get their perspective, you know, coming from the government operations technology perspective technology. and everyone to be able to exchange knowledge and um, diverse backgrounds in other regards is also very important. So in a way they're, they're both um, really diversity based and trying to get everyone's perspective because there's a lot of uncertainty that we face in our careers as security, security professionals. So really being able to get everyone's input is awesome. Yes, it's, it, it's true. And uh, it's also, uh, of course, in my opinion, uh, a, a always changing, uh, you know, environment, technology, everything. So it's so fast moving that really, uh, you know, input from a different perspective, different uh, uh, knowledge because sometimes you know you address a problem with a different background and so you can bring different value it's uh, it's something that uh, i do think it's important and i also think that an effort that it's uh, quite important uh, that uh, zoe just mentioned is that we are trying to find a collaboration with uh, university research centers uh, where young women start you know to, to, to study and to uh, decide you know how to move in this field so also there it's uh, it's an area that we try you know to, to, to support to get in touch and to see how we can move yeah, uh, and as uh, Loredana said, we've actually uh, given few sessions for the universities. Uh, there's one university in Cairo, Egypt. We gave a session to them before they were going for a CTF. So that was a, a small workshop for four hours wherein we informed them about what web app pen testing is all about, what all flaws they can look for uh, in the applications. And the similar kind of sessions, uh, similar kind of session we did it for another university in U uh, US. That was again through uh, the virtual session. It was for uh, St. Cloud University, Minnesota. So uh, across the globe, we've given that. And uh, at local uh, uh, or regional places, we have given. Like in India, we have given. And uh, Loredana has been has part been of part universities of in uh, Italy. And uh, Zoe has also been associated with certain universities. So it's it's kind of a, a connection that we are trying to build with universities and even with schools. Because now uh, when we say cybersecurity, cybersecurity is actually necessary in the schools as well. So we are working on the, the curriculum piece that what exactly we can teach children about what information we can give them about cybersecurity. Because uh, when I say I, my, my kid can actually operate an iPhone, he knows how to open the iPhone, he remembers it. And he's just a kid. And um, I, he can open apps. 
and operate internet so it's a big thing we should educate so this small kid might not be we cannot teach but at least the the girls or the students from 5th grade till 8th grade we can do it and i mean on that note you know can you can can we talk a little bit about basically like let's say you're um you're wanting to get into appsec and you know your advice for for anyone that um who's wanting to maybe look to to you know interact with women in appsec need some advice on how to um to basically get into the field uh that that's something we we typically ask anybody who joins the podcast who has mm -hmm. done or does mentorship. So mm -hmm. uh, yeah, any advice you could kind of uh, provide there would be awesome. Mm -hmm. Sure. So um, on the advice piece, uh, the OWASP Women in AppSec page is open for all. If they want to reach out to us, all of the leadership is listed from the board to the regional uh, members. They can reach any of us. We are always uh, responsive to it. There is a ovas-via-at-the-rate-ovas.org mailing list, which goes to everyone which is part of the mailing list. And we would encourage women to join that mailing list uh, so that they can communicate, they can discuss with the wider audience, not just us, because we want to have uh, uh, an inclusion environment, inclusive environment and not, uh, not just us mentoring them, but all of the people give, sharing the inputs. So let's say if I have knowledge on application security, but I might not be very confident about XXE. But among the group, wherein 1,000 women are part of OAS Women in AppSec, so there's one woman who's a champion who, who might want to share their inputs. So just be part of the group. If you uh, still have any doubts, you can send out one-to-one -one note also. And uh, OWASP also has a mentorship uh, Slack channel wherein you can ask for the mentors and be a mentee to somebody, not just us. So that Slack channel is really, really helpful. I've got amazing mentors and uh, I am getting a lot of benefits from the chats that we do it on a bi-weekly basis or a monthly basis. Awesome. And I'm putting the Slack info, uh, by the way, for the OWASP, both uh, uh, Women in AppSec as well as the uh, just how to you know, get started with OWASP into oh. chat now. Yeah. Are there, um, sorry, I'm trying to talk and type and do the same thing. Uh, so cool, I'll put those links in. So are there any, one one question I have, which I know is probably a little weird, but you know, I, I was always curious, like, did you, have you received pushback from any, have you received pushback um, from any difficulties with with trying to get these initiatives or, you know, launched or is there, is it, Gen generally pretty good um, from the from the community. Uh, it, it, so this question, we will all, we all three will give our inputs because we have seen uh, I wouldn't say pushbacks, but difference of opinions from people in the community. Uh, so we gave a training at uh, APSIC uh, USA and then at APSIC California, which went well. But for APSIC Israel, there was a huge mail chain that went through. If you'll see, there were 50 discussions on that email chain and everyone has their own opinion about it. Uh, we wouldn't say they were wrong, but some it, it was more of a conflict of uh, opinion. Like we want to support more of diversity, but they said that this needs to be changed in the, in the verbiage of their email. And somebody took it in an all different way. So um, we would say that there are sometimes few pushbacks, but there are amazing people to support us who actually guide us to the right uh, way that which way we should be taking, because there are n number of ways going forward, but which way to take, sometimes we need a guiding light and not the females, but the male members, they do help us in getting to the right path. And that conversation uh, also ended in the right direction, not just the, uh, uh, go, even we do, we did not take it in a wrong way. We tried to uh, share our point that what we feel and why do we want to uh, have such training at OWASP conferences and why free? Because this, when we say a word free, that uh, gets a lot of questions. Why do you want to give a free training? 
if you have knowledge share it with man i trust me i've got this questions that if you have knowledge and if you want to share it why why shouldn't you get paid for it but that's the main goal of our uh, initiative and the community we want to share the knowledge and bring more women to be part of the global audience yeah my guess is you're again going back to lowering the barrier um making it more approachable is, uh, in this case just i mean financially more approachable to be able to uh mm-hmm. offer free training so uh that would be my assumption i don't know your answer but that would be my that would be that would make sense to me uh you know um yeah, by the way i that's one go ahead no i said that's actually uh, that's actually one of the point uh, and to add on uh, so what i felt uh, in the first few conferences that women actually ask a lot of uh, less questions we feel little intimidated mm-hmm. even though mm-hmm. the environment is not trust me even though the environment is not but it's how we have built and it's how we have evolved so to make them comfortable we thought let's gather them in another room and even when we started off uh, on our first training we, me and zoe both were in the room and to ask women questions like to make them ask questions we had to uh, do a lot of work we have to make them comfortable for an hour or so and then they started asking questions uh, how to set up a video i did not work that is not working and then they were comfortable yes so uh, it's not um, it's not uh, someone's uh, issue but it's more of that uh, we have to start coming up also so it's just that uh, we don't ask questions we should ask questions yeah absolutely i mean i think that's you know cuz set set and i have noticed that um not in particular any gender race orientation otherwise but more so just in training it's hard to get people to um open up if they feel like people will be judging them so you know i think one of the things we do in our course is we absolutely walk through our mistakes yeah. um try to pinpoint pretty pretty heavily that like um yeah you're going to make mistakes nobody's perfect um here's you know things that bit us before you know try for that per- for that reason i think that you you're you're right on the money like you need to get people to open up to be willing to to ask questions and not feel and this is the the important thing is just not feeling like they're going to be judged by other people or um you know make it make it so uncomfortable that they're not going to get something out of it especially be, with training because Andy I'm sure you can speak to this like with training you really need people to be it needs to be interactive people need to be able to you don't want to move on from something if somebody hasn't fully grasped what you're talking about otherwise everything else after that in most cases you know the next hour is going to be pointless if you have no context of what you're what you're building upon mm-hmm. absolutely absolutely agree to your point because yeah. that's important to us also as a trainer that what they are learning that whether the content that we have developed it's useful for them more than the monetary or other benefits it's the connection that we are building up with the people who are part of the training yeah sometimes in fact if you notice they, they come uh, you know to ask you questions when uh, it's coffee break or when uh, you know it's finished so you know it's like i don't want to do it in front of everybody because i don't want to be seen as naive <laughs> with not knowledge but i, I need the question so you you put back the the answers when everybody's back in the room and try to yeah. to show you know So it's uh yeah you're yeah, absolutely right. Yeah, and it's very it's very common, right? I, like I remember the first time that I gave uh you know as a westerner I gave training um mm-hmm. like in Singapore uh right like and just even even cultural differences it wasn't gender yeah. differences but cultural differences you know there was a couple people in the course that were like from Australia and I you know they were a lot more engaged and it was like the whole Oh, I have to save face. I can't ask questions. They would come up and do it one-on-one, but in the in the larger group, it was like I had to adjust my training style because of who I was teaching to. And I I think that in general that that happens quite often is you know, the more experience you have as a trainer, the more you learn to deal with those. And that's where you giving these all of these different courses and giving it out for free and like 
letting people engage on the level that they can is more helpful than just, hey, this is a one and done situation. Or if you want to engage over the internet, that's fine versus coming in in person, you know, multiple avenues is definitely the key to success. At least, you know, that, that, that's how I'm seeing it. So Uh did everybody, was everybody able to answer that question that Ken asked about, uh, you know, blockers, I guess is really what it boils down to and and Um, rolling out the program. Laura Donna, were you able to answer that? Yeah. Yes. I, you know, I, I do agree with what Vandy said. I, my feeling is that we, at least in my knowledge, we never really found really blockers, you know, someone that was not supporting us on, you know, really discussing the effort we were doing. What I do think is that uh, it's uh, sometimes you have to uh, really understand the culture from where the questions of the comments arrive, you know, because it, sometimes you read something with, uh, you know, for me, Italian uh, background. So, you know, uh, I don't see so many problems in doing something while perhaps in another country, this can be felt, uh, you know, as a, a problem or something that you should not do or something like this. So in my opinion, and this is what uh, we are really doing, is trying to understand also uh, when we find some uh, comments that we do not feel comfortable with, uh, to try to understand what is really behind, you know, to see if it can, it's, uh, sometimes it's not, uh, I do not agree with you, but... Uh, Given the, my region uh, situation, I do feel that this is, uh, you know, what uh, should be done. And so so I, I think it's important also this because uh, this is diversity as well. You know, when you yes. address yes. women in different region or, you know, generally speaking, it's uh, it's important that you also understand what they have behind in their university, in their working environment. Uh, in their family sometimes, you know, if they are still studying. So it's uh, really you have to, to move carefully in that area. So it's not a block. It's understand yeah. how you can really address the need there. Right. And, you know, such feedback is really important. And one of the things I love about OASP is, you know, open openness for feedback. And it's quite possible that... Um, I mean, so in general, that was one thing I was a little bit slow to learn, I guess, getting into technology due to extreme introversion. But then, you know, figuring out where and how to voice my opinion. And then that was, um, you know, a big part of it. Um, So that and speaking, again, getting into technology, partly due to introversion. So it it was, um, you know, an interesting kind of concept so in general that you know similar dynamics in terms of you know voicing feedback and knowing how to respond etc um and um yeah so but just generally um remaining open sometimes kind of seeking feedback before it's even given in that regard because again you never really know what's behind it but then you you know we try each of us try um you know very hard to seek such, you know, reasoning behind that feedback case by case, because it's very, very um, important. And also one other thing that I find is that um, because um, I think most of us are very inclusive by nature, sometimes it's difficult to see that there's still, you know, a lot that we need to do to grow, especially for the newcomers. Um, But, you know, it's kind of, we almost intuitively miss that because we're so used to the open community at this point. So it's not really at the top of our minds when we just go and have a wonderful conversation with our community members. Yeah. Yeah. And I can see that being an issue, right? I mean, in general, uh, the the community is different than other uh, other communities that are out there as far as like openness goes and and, and how we engage. And I know like, you know, having, you know, I mean, most of the community has natural like introverted uh, attributes, right? Like they really do. And so getting people to start talking and learn how to navigate those. I mean, how would you go about uh, like 
teaching someone or advising someone on doing that, like, you know, because not everyone's going to go up and talk to someone about something that they're interested in. They're just not even after a talk. Um, how would you advise someone to do that, Zoe? Well, the, depending on the circumstance, there have been a lot of, you know, people I try to tell them to voice up because it's it's awful how how I see the, you know, their, 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 their careers are being held back. So I try to humorously ease it out using statistical references. Um, and, you know, just in general, anything kind of lighthearted probability jokes, like the probability of, um, you know, anything good happening for you are, you know, only at a hard zero if you don't try, if you don't try to voice something, if you don't let yourself have that. Um, and yeah. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I definitely, you know, I, I hearken back to early in my career, you know, when I was, you know, the first like real job, right, corporate job that I had. And I remember always feeling it, you know, we, we talk about imposter syndrome all the time. And I remember feeling that just even in like the little like uh, team meetings that we had, right? Like, oh, I'm the new kid on the block and I don't know anything. And so for for the first six months, I don't think I said anything, right? Like I, I would sit in these meetings and I'd be like, I'd write stuff down, never voice my opinion, you know, even though I had experience in doing the sort of things that we were doing in that corporation, I just wouldn't speak up. And it wasn't until exactly what you're saying, Zoe, it wasn't until I actually flipped my mindset and was like, what's the worst that's going to happen, right? And, you know, the upside is much, much greater than the downside could be, right? At worst, they just ignore what I'm saying, but at best I get my ideas implemented and I do it in a way that I want to do it, so. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. good. So I know I we're at almost an hour. Sorry, Ken, go ahead. No, 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 yeah, actually, go, keep going. Yeah, I, I know we're almost at an hour, but I did want to give people an opportunity to know where they could, you know, meet you face-to-face, -face, like, figure out where you're going to be next and kind of what the next activities for a woman in AppSec is. I know we've got the global conferences coming up next month, but if, if each of you could just kind of give us a short rundown of what's on your plate, what's in the near future, and then also, you know, kind of the overarching activities that are going on. Um, mm -hmm. Bendy, do we want to start with you? Sure. So uh, the next we have OWASP AppSec Israel Global. And uh, after that, we have uh, Black Hat coming up. Apart from that, we would also be at uh, DEFCON and Diana Initiative. And uh, post that, we have AppSec USA and uh, AppSec Amsterdam. And in India, there's another conference during the same time as Amsterdam. There's a, that's a Kerala police conference called Kukon. We would be there as well. We will have a training there um, for women. Um, after that, we will have to see. But yes, these are the conferences that are lined up. So this year actually started really well. We started off with uh, uh, APSA California. Uh, we were at OWASP Seasides, which was a local event in India, wherein we provided the free trainings. So it was a free conference for anyone to attend. So And also we had a free track, wherein uh, the volunteers were women, trainers were women, and the participants were women. So we had a track there. Um, then now uh, after that we had a meetup at uh, Italy, wherein uh, Zoe and Loredana were there. Loredana has been amazing uh, coach in Italy, and she's been leading the efforts from there and featured multiple times uh, in the magazines. So that's from my end. I would let Zoe and Loredana speak more about that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So for uh, we mm, will be in, in uh, just in the middle of May uh, present with the you know a discussion table on women in security for a conference in Italy called Italia Sec. Then we will organize in June. I'm uh, speaking more about European uh, activities. You know, of course, you know just. Uh, to show that you can, uh, everybody can find us in different places that uh, are nearest to the, to the people that wants to meet us. Then in June we will have a, a meeting at the University of Brighton, you know, with the university, so in the UK. Then in September there will be the OWASP Italy meeting where we will be present also uh, there again. It's uh, it will be north 
in north of Italy. So, uh, of course, about Amsterdam and the other one in Tel Aviv, just uh, Vandy told you. So these are the, the, the more, uh, let's say, local and focused uh, meetings that we are planning. Great. Okay. And Zoe? Yeah, so um, pretty much those and... Um, yeah, so far, yeah, so those are the upcoming ones. And uh, I think we'll just definitely keep you posted on, on Twitter and everything. We're also glad to announce that we had a recent la launch from Lauren and Catherine in the UK, um, starting a WIA London chapter, which is really great. Um, especially, yeah, and so any other upcoming events in addition to the global conferences and trying to expand to other InfoSec conferences as well and also get them to join the wonderful community of AppSec, which, you know, and you guys were discussing, the, the, you know, the distinction and how we are, you know, unique even within the InfoSec space. Um and yeah, just generally, you know, keeping in, in touch about all these things. And uh, to add on to Zoe, what Zoe and Loredana said, you can follow um, OASPB on Twitter and InfoSec Girls, and you'll get all the information for the upcoming conferences that we, are, we will be at, the colleges or any uh, schools that we will be at. Great. That was that. Yeah, that was going to be the next thing I was going to ask is, you know, social media. I know there's the OASPWIA account. Um, yes. Obviously, that's, you know, it will link to it from the episode and make sure that everyone knows where that's at. Um, because that's, I mean, that, that's a primary source. I, I always tell people, you know, InfoSec kind of lives on Twitter uh, for yes. good or bad, right? That seems to be where a lot of it happens, um, you know, along with all the <laughs> memes that, you know, we have people post. So, um <laughs> Good. I have something to say. Yeah. I have something to say. So uh, we have uh, one uh, webinar coming on this Saturday. We have announced it on the Women in AppSec Meetup page. Uh, please do RSVP. It's for anyone to attend. There are a lot of uh, men asking whether can we be part of it. Yes, it's a YouTube live. You can uh, subscribe to it and you can be part of it. Uh, Great. And that, what's the topic? Uh, so there are three topics that we would be speaking. Uh, so the three uh, sessions that are there, one would be on the secure code review. The other is on how to write a CFP for a conference. Uh, then the other would be uh, the third one is on JWT token attacks. Cool. Good to know. Yeah, we'll, we'll post that out and we'll send it out as well. We'll retweet the OSWE account when it mentions it. But um, let me think. Uh, yeah, it's been great to to talk to you. I, I, you know, thank you all for coming on. I know it's it's a little jumbled when we get so many people, um, but we do appreciate the the support and the you know, the conversation. You know, it's, you know, Ken and I have been saying that for a long time that you know, like diversity is something that we, that we would like to see more of um, in the community and even like on our podcast. Right, we have our circle as well, but you know, getting more people involved in the discussion is always a great thing. Um, yeah, it definitely takes a lot of uh, making it a concerted effort to basically, um, yeah, to 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 grow outside the network, which is not always comfortable in the sense that you know it's it's always easier with people you know. But um, yeah, I think that's why I bring that up is that's sort of the whole point, right? Reaching out to uh, to a broader community. Great. So yeah, we've been going for an, over an hour. Like these always go by way faster than I expect. Um, I think that's just in, you know, in general, when it's something that we're all interested in, it, it goes quickly. So um, yes, time but any, yeah, yeah. Time flies. Any last minute thoughts uh, before we go ahead and end it? Um, Laura, Donna, do we want any last minute thoughts? No, I, I really wish to thank you for, for this opportunity and to, for the opportunity, you know, to spread uh, our voice and to support us. So really, thank you very much. And also that you accepted to give uh, a talk in one of our <laughs> meetings. <laughs> I wrote it down. <laughs> <laughs> well... We can't take no. Yeah, no. We we definitely we definitely will love to 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 do that for sure. Um, yep. And I, Seth, I think I posted. If there's any, I'm trying to think. Like, so we did put the the link if you'd like to 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 join 
the women in AppSec Slack for OWASP. Um, and if we've missed any links that you uh, that you need, I tried to put them in. I think we both tried to make sure we kept up on the YouTube live chat and in our Slack. Um, but it, uh, you know, you can either go into our Slack and ask, or you can go um, on Twitter and ask the, uh, or go into the the women in AppSec Slack. Um, either way, I, the, either way, if you need some links and we we forgot to paste them in, that's where you would go. So to get that info, great. great. Any any last minute thoughts, Bandy? I would say thank you so much for inviting us. Um, it's a great platform, and it was more of a candid conversation than just the formal talk. So it went on really well, and uh, the time actually flew. One hour just went by. Yeah, always <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> that's what we thank aim you. for. Yeah. <laughs> that's why we're not. That's why we're not sponsored. We can Sorry, yeah. we can have more of a conversational sort of uh, without an agenda type deal. So. Yeah. Awesome. Well, again, thank you for again, your time. We appreciate. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you yeah. for your time. Thank you for having us. Thank you. So thank definitely you. appreciate uh, when people spend their time. Uh, time's the one thing you can't buy, right? So absolutely. Well said. Well, good. Um, yeah. Well, thanks everyone for joining us. Uh, anyone that's listening, find us on Twitter, Slack, email. You know, however you want to, or any of the podcasting platforms. And hopefully we'll see everyone soon. Uh, Kenny, Ken, anything else to add before we end this one? Nope. Just a big thanks to the uh, to the viewers. We're going to promote we're going to promote this episode like crazy to make sure that the the link gets out there. Um, again, thank you for your time um, with the committee. Um, I think that's about it. And uh, don't jump off just yet. We're uh, going to stop the broadcast here in a second. We good to we good to go. Yep. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Thank you. Bye.